It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, your cheap seat crony, your bench jockey with a beer. My name is Jeff Carr, bringing you the Reds every day. And here we go. Welcome inside the Locked On Reds podcast here on this Thursday. My name is Jeff Carr. Thanks so much for downloading and listening to your only daily podcast for your Cincinnati Reds. Today, we're going to recap the fourth straight loss for the Cincinnati Reds. It was a day game yesterday on Wednesday, and I'm telling you what, it was a little bit frustrating to watch, but don't panic just yet. Before we get to that note, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on all the different podcast apps such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Himalaya. Also check us out on social media at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three F's. Look us up at LockedOnReds.com where we've got all kind of good content from our team of writers and they cover the Reds very nicely. So Wednesday, it was a chance for the Reds to avoid the sweep. They could not, however, as they lose one nothing, A very frustrating one nothing as the bats continued to just flounder. I've got a series recap for you here. We're going to take a look at this. You know, it really is a homestand recap of these first five games for our Cincinnati Reds. You know, wrap it up. They went one and four on the homestand. Very frustratingly, they had three one-run games that they lost. I mentioned that earlier. You know, one-run games is going to be a measuring stick for this team this year, and how they do in them will determine if they make the playoffs or not. And so far, they're starting behind the eight ball on that. They even had one blowout loss in the homestand. It was game two. It was Sonny Gray's start in which they ended up losing 5 to nothing as Trevor Williams shut them down. They will see him again in the series in Pittsburgh, but we'll get to that a little bit later. But it's not to the fault of the pitching staff. I was very happy, very pleased with the performance of the pitching staff as through the five games, they have a team ERA of exactly three. They had 46 strikeouts, and they only gave up two home runs. Now, the one concerning stat for me is the base on balls. They allowed 31 walks to the Pirates and to the Brewers. That's a number that I both hope and I both think will come down based on the tutelage of Derek Johnson. I think he'll be able to rein in the different problems that the pitchers were having and be able to build on those and keep the pitches in the strike zone. One other thing to monitor, and, and it's something that we knew was going to be a factor all year. We said it coming into the season, the Reds just weren't going to have the kind of defense that they had in years past in which they were able to really shut down the extra runs 
And in this first homestand, in the first five games, they have five errors. So that's something to definitely keep an eye on. But obviously, and if you watched any of the games, really, I mean, even opening day to a standpoint, you know, they, they were able to put together five runs. But the bats are absolutely killing it. I'm not talking about the Louisville bats. I'm talking about the lineup. There is no run production with this team, at least not for the first five games. Now, don't get me wrong. This is stuff that's going to change. I have full belief in that. No team is going to finish a season with these numbers. As a team, their slash line, their batting average is 167 right now. Their on-base percentage is 238. And they're slugging 269. That's not going to stay the same, but my goodness, that is a big ouch. Definitely the Achilles heel of this first handful of games, the first homestand for the Reds here in 2019. Definitely something that really rapid improvement is needed if they hope to get back into this thing. I don't think that they're out by any means. Definitely, you know, when I say if they hope to get back in this thing, if they hope to get back on track, which they definitely can. They have the ability to do that. They just can't bat a buck 67 the rest of the way. That's not going to work. And really the biggest challenge, and obviously it's a small sample size, right? You're going to hear that a lot for the first couple of weeks of the season, small sample size. But the biggest challenge to the lineup was their ability to hit with runners in scoring position. They have a 137 average as a team with runners in scoring position. And they have as many homers as double plays that they've grounded into, which is one, of course. They've only hit one home run with runner in scoring position, and they've had a double play as well. Now, looking at some individual performances that really caught my eye, I'm looking at the best starting pitcher of the series. You don't have to look that far. He pitched on Wednesday, Luis Castillo. He had two starts. His second start was the first quality start of 2019 for the Reds as he pitched a full seven innings, just a masterful performance from La Piedra. He had 12.2 innings pitched total on the homestand, 17 strikeouts. He did give up seven free passes, though, seven walks. But he only allowed three hits and two earned runs. The biggest tragedy of the whole thing is that based on, that, uh, based on those numbers, his record currently sits at 0-1 because the bats really need to pick him up. Another really good performer I was looking at was in the bullpen, Bob Steve. That's right, the last man on the roster, in my opinion. He was the last guy to make it in. Bob Steve had four innings pitched in relief, two appearances. He pitched two innings both times, five strikeouts, just one walk, three hits allowed, and one earned run. A awesome turnaround, at least for his first two appearances of the season. And... If he can keep that up, then I'm just officially changing the job title of Derek Johnson from pitching coach to wizard. And then, you know, a close second in the bullpen, Amir Garrett pitched three innings on this homestand. He had five strikeouts as well. He looked pretty dominant coming out of the pen for the Red Legs. And when I recap these series, when I recap homestands and when I recap road trips, I'm going to talk about the best starter, the best reliever, and I'm going to talk about the best hitter. The best hitter on the homestand was nobody. Nobody hit. There was no hits. I mean, there were hits, but come on. 
I mean, we can nitpick and we can say Joey Votto had a decent series. We can look at Derek Dietrich's home run on opening day, which gave them the win. But overall, the lineup has been a huge disappointment five games into it and stands to be the biggest weakness this early on. And now I don't think it's going to stay that way. I still think they're going to hit. They're going to go through stretches where they won't get out. It's just they happen to start the season this way. Really fast, I want to remind you guys about Locked On Major League Baseball, the league-wide podcast each and every day brought to you by Sully Baseball. He looks at the league as a whole, tackles the big issues, and gives it all to you in a bite-sized sample that you can listen to each and every morning. Keep up with the entire league thanks to Sully Baseball and Locked On Major League Baseball. All right, for this next part, I need the ladies to take any. Guys, I'm talking straight to you. We're going to be talking about sex. And I'm talking about good sex. I'm talking about the kind of thing that you want to boost your performance. And it's just like Viagra. I'm talking about Blue Chew. Now, through this special introductory offer, you can go to bluechew.com and enter promo code MLB. You get a free shipment, just pay $5 shipping, of Blue Chew sent right to you. Very nice and discreet-like. You don't have to go talk to a doctor about it. You don't have to go into the pharmacy and get that weird side-eye from the pharmacist about it. No. This is a situation where you go to bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue. B-L-U-E.com. And enter promo code MLB. You can try it. I've had a friend tell me that it works just as well as Viagra or even Cialis, and it gets him what he needs when he needs to get it. So, check it out, bluechew.com, promo code MLB. Blue Chew is a sponsor of the Locked On Reds podcast, and we thank them for sponsoring today's episode. This is the Locked On Reds podcast on a Thursday. I'm working on incorporating a Throwback Thursday segment into each of the Thursday episodes. It's no longer going to be an entire episode, but I do want to you know, get the segment in there. I really enjoy baseball history, and it's something I want to incorporate. Just didn't have one for this week. We're really talking about what's going on, the early goings for the Cincinnati Reds. And right now, Folks are a little depressed, and, and they have every right to be. I'm not saying you don't need to be a little worried about this team. I just don't want you to give up on them yet. Don't lose out on what this team is going to bring because this team is going to bring some wins. It's going to bring very awesome baseball to Cincinnati in 2019. Trust me on that. It's just so far they haven't. You know, They started off the year like they left the starting line without any gas. It started when they sent down Sinzel. Then they start a little bit flat. Then Hunter Green gets hurt. Then they extend the losing streak to four games. And they may have dampened, you know, they definitely thrown water on the fire that they set whenever they make all the different moves in the offseason. And so people are getting a little frustrated, a little worried. And I don't blame you there, but do not write them off just yet. In fact, just the law of averages says that the batting is going to get better. They're not going to continue to bat this bad. And I firmly believe the pitching, while it may not stay as a team ERA at 3.0 for the entire season, I don't think it's going to be that far off. I could see a team ERA of 3.5, maybe 3.7, something like that. That's not out of the realm of possibility, especially with the coaching staff that they have up. They have a lot of encouraging signs, 
And I feel like once, you know, everyone gets their legs because you've got teammates that are trying to gel this year. They've never played together. They're trying to get, you know, get going as a team. You've got David Bell who's just getting his managerial legs underneath of him, working through different things. It's funny because I recorded an interview with Stephen Offenbaker from the Reds Alert Pod. That'll be on this week's Phone It in Friday. And we were talking about bunting and how it's a situational thing. And I know I'm very against it. I even titled one of the episodes this week, Bunting Sucks. But it is a definitely a situational thing that a manager always needs to know is part of his arsenal. And I feel like, you know, two nights ago well, three nights ago now, whenever the whenever the question came against Josh Hader, whenever Shebler was up, why didn't he bunt? It was a good opportunity for him to maybe lay down a sacrifice. I know I was very staunch against it then. Now, the night after that, whenever Tucker Barnhart came up, that was not a good time. So he's still trying to work on the situational aspect of things. And I think that there's a lot of things that when they come together – and I don't think it's going to take very long. It may even happen here this weekend in Pittsburgh. But when they come together, man, it's going to be some fun baseball. And I don't want you to miss it. Do not sell this team out right now. There's still lots of baseball left. And by lots of baseball, let's talk about the next series. The Reds take their first road trip of the season. They go to the lovely Pittsburgh and PNC Park to face the Buckos. Some place they had a little bit of trouble with last season. You know, they played 10 games there. That was uh, tied with Chicago as the most games in any other ballpark not named Great American. And they were 2-8 and eight in 2018. Now, with uh, these series, with the first series against all of our divisional foes and some teams that we play on a recurring basis – I'm going to recap what 2018 was for the Reds. Obviously, most of it's not going to be that great, so I'm looking forward to not having to do this little bit, but I feel like it's necessary to know what they're coming from last season, and last season was they lost 8 out of 10 times at PNC Ballpark. Pitching for the Reds in this series, at least slated to pitch right now, the first game will be Tyler Malley. The second game will be Sonny Gray's second start be a very big one to watch to see how he bounces back. The third game will be Tanner Rourke's second start to see how he bounces back. And then Anthony DiSclefani will close out the series on Sunday to see if he can build on his strong start. In his first start, he had five innings of very good baseball. Going for Pittsburgh in the four-game series, the first game will be Jordan Lyles. The second game will be Joe Musgrove. I believe he came out of the bullpen in one of the games against the Reds and Great American. And then the third game will be a tough one against Trevor Williams as he shut out the Reds in his first start of the season. And then the fourth starter for the Pirates has yet to be determined, so we're waiting to hear about that. But this is definitely a series in which I feel like the bats can get some work in. Jordan Lyles, while a decent, competent Major League Baseball pitcher, is not a guy that you're expecting your bats to have a tough day against. Same goes for Joe Musgrove. So I'm looking for a renaissance in the lineup this weekend. 
Now, I will say this. Last season, the lineup, whenever they played at PNC Park, the, they slashed a 240 average, a 310 on base percentage, and a 356 slugging percentage. In those 10 games, they scored 30 runs, and they hit 10 homers. But the pitching, as it really was all year, these numbers are not going to be good when I recap 2018, but the pitching was a bugaboo. 593 ERA, they gave up 58 runs, 54 of them earned in those 10 games against the Pirates at PNC Park. They gave up 11 homers. They did manage 50 strikeouts, but they also had 24 walks. So that'll be a nice little bounce back factor for the pitching staff to see how they can roll both from you know, especially with Sonny Gray and Tanner Rourke, both from their first starts to their second starts. And as fans, I feel like this is our first opportunity to really evaluate the value of Derek Johnson that he has on this team. I kind of joked about, you know, calling him a wizard if Bob Steve turns out really well. But as a whole, I feel like he has he's going to work a lot of magic with this team and get these pitchers where they need to be. Sonny Gray and Tanner Rourke, it was their first start with a new team. The weather conditions were far less than ideal. It's going to be a lot better this time around. You can trust me on that. That's all we've got for the Thursday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the show. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher and Himalaya. Also remember that your smart device can activate the Locked On Reds podcast through the voice function. Just say, hey, smart device, play podcast Locked on Reds, and it'll pull right up. Also, check us out on social media at Jeff Carr with three Fs and at Locked on Reds. There's a lot of good content at LockedOnReds.com from our team of writers like Dave Pemberton and Clay Snowden and Taj Simmons. Definitely go check those out. And then... Make sure that you look for the Phone It In Friday interview with Stephen Offenbaker. We talk about all things, you know, ranging from being a Reds fan on the big island of Hawaii to, you know, what he thinks about bunting. It's a good talk. I highly encourage you to listen. But thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Like I said, this is the only daily podcast for the Cincinnati Reds, which means I will talk to you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.